Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hi there, and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. Today we're doing episode 624, Why Do Things Always Happen to Me? This is one of the Master Your Monsters episode, and it is focused on the question, why do things always happen to me, which is kind of the victim sort of mentality that we have sometimes, and we all struggle with that. We always, not we always, we all have times where we feel like the world, life, others, things have treated us not only unfairly, but perhaps have piled on. And again, this whole monster series is about common ailments. And ailments is, is, has the same meaning that it does when you think about physical ailments, a stomach ache or appendicitis, or those are physical ailments, right? And these are mental ailments. I was just looking at a piece of a, a blog by a friend of mine. Uh, on, I've been on his podcast. It's about mental toughness. And <clears throat> he asks a really important question. You know, we learned in school, reading, writing, arithmetic, study, history, those kinds of things. But when did you ever hear, <clears throat> okay, after recess, we're going to come back in and talk about uh, emotional resilience. Or we're going to come back on and have a module on how to get past failure. Like those things weren't taught in school. And we're, we pay the price all the time. People graduate from any level, eighth grade, high school, college, post-grad thinking somehow that there's always going to be some provision somehow that somebody somewhere, some mechanism ensures that you don't fail, bounce all over the floor, flop on your face or whatever the metaphor is that makes sense to you. Now, this picture right here is a, a beautiful summertime picture. And if you're listening to the podcast, you ought to go watch the YouTube vid. But anyway... This video is um, a picture of a beautiful road in the summertime. And it goes into the distance, and it's beautiful, and you don't really know where it goes. This is how the future really is. You don't know what's going to happen. Yet, we live often in the idea that all bad things are going to happen. We imagine the worst possible outcomes, and we imagine the worst possible versions of things that are happening. And that's where we get to today's episode. Why do things always happen to me? Today, this, this module in Master Your Monsters. So let's take this apart. The first question that we're going to answer is, is the question, what has happened to me actually even mean? The second piece we're going to talk about is whose playbook 
are we talking about here? And that'll become clear as we go along. Excuse me. And the second part of that question is, are, happen- are things happening to me or for me? We're going to talk about that distinction. And then the third part is we're going to talk about a statement, which is in my <clears throat> daily creation document. I call it a personal truth and commitment that says I lean into the growth from each experience. The whole thing is I am open because I lean into the growth from each experience. And the reason that's in there is because I mean both ones that I expected, ones that I didn't, ones that are easy, ones that are hard, ones that are challenging or rewarding. I have the view that they're all rewarding and they all provide Beautiful lessons, opportunities, and a chance for growth. So let's back up and get to the first question. Why do things always happen to me? Well, what does happen to me even mean? The statement, why did that happen to me? Or why do things always happen to me? Is in, you know, there's a whole bunch of pieces to that. One is something happened. Two is it is implicit that somehow this thing is bad Because the way we, you never hear someone who, you know, wins a a game or wins the lottery or whatever say, why does that always happen to me? Like nobody did that. I never felt like I won anything in the way of draws, like, you know, a draw for something until I did. And then I actually won two very close together. And it was incredible. Now, one I could have dealt with without thinking, freaking out too much, but two of them. So there was a music store in the town where I lived in in Phoenix, Phoenix area, that uh, was giving away a particular synthesizer, one that I wanted. And the store had a drawing, and I entered the drawing, and a little while later I got a call that said that I'd, I'd won that machine, and I couldn't believe it. It was three or $400, and I was so excited to win that machine. Not too long after that, and then near the same time as first when I had entered into another drawing that wasn't local for that music store. It was actually national for the entire United States. And it was handled by a company named Oberheim, which was named after the founder, Tom Oberheim, who was a pioneer in synthesizers. And if you don't do music, then none of this will matter to you. But Oberheim synths were very coveted. And they just had introduced a new one called the Matrix 12, which was the high-end, high-powered, top-of-the-line, this, that, and the other. And I had entered into that drawing through that same local music store, but it was a national drawing. And some weeks later, I got a phone call. And the phone call, I answered it, hello, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the voice on the other end said, hi, this is Tom Oberheim. And, of course, I didn't believe it. Like, I didn't know Tom Oberheim, and I couldn't think of any reason on earth why this person would be calling me. So I said, yeah, right, uh-huh. No, really, this is Tom Oberheim. And I said, yeah, you're, jo- you're, you're joking. I'm sure you are. Like, I don't know you, and you wouldn't call me. He said, well, actually it is, and I'm calling to tell you that you won this drawing for the Matrix 12. Now, that was an eight or $9,000 machine at the time, and that was in the... 80s, late 80s, uh, and so that was a, or early 90s, maybe, I don't know, right around 89, 90, that was a spectacular,
spectacular thing. Like, unbelievable to have won the flagship synthesizer of one of the flagship companies. Anyway, so that's my funny story about something happening to me that was not, why does that happen to me? But, wow, that happened to me? So anyway, that reason I took the time to tell that story is because it illustrates a point. Ha- happening to me indicates, one, it's not in my control. Usually, two, I didn't want it. Three, it's bad, and I can't understand why I'm punished by having this thing happen to me. Well, it sort of is like, okay, the universe or God is up there saying, okay, time to stick a needle in this guy or stick a fork in them, uh, given some bad stuff to deal with. That brings me to point two, which is whose playbook are are you playing by? And a, a playbook, you know, in, in any game, basketball, football, hockey, any, any sports game, and I'm sure there are others, but the playbook is like the coach, the coaching staff has a book of plays. Uh, they might have a book of plays on the opposing team that they've gathered by looking at, you know, game film from other games and all that sort of thing. And so I'm thinking of an, an analog where you have a playbook for life. Now, if you and me, we created a playbook for life, it might look like, okay, I go to, I'm, I'm really smart, blessed with a lot of skill, homework is easy as I go to school, I get good grades, uh, I make lots of friends, I don't have anything bad happen to me, I don't struggle with illness, uh, I get to make friends easily, <clears throat> I go on dates when that's appropriate, and, you know, things go along well. I have a great life. I grow up. I get a good career. I have a good job. I have nice relationships. Yeah, that's, and I make good money, and I get to have a beautiful life. Like, come on, what's wrong with that playbook? Well, I guess that depends on what the purpose of this existence is. If you or I think the purpose of this life is just to accumulate as much fun as possible for 70 years or however long, and that's it then that would be a very reasonable thing, and we would be frustrated at understanding why things couldn't go according to that playbook. On the other hand, my own experience has taught me that God has a playbook. And again, the purpose of life doesn't seem to be have as much fun as you can have, have no difficult experiences, and have nothing happen to you or around you that is like hard, negative, unfair, etc., etc., Life is full of all those things, things that didn't work out. The economy crashes. You lose money on your house. Uh, There's some subsidence issues, and so you have cracks in your yard or even worse, something breaks or there's a flood or someone, you know, a a relationship falls apart. A spouse is unfaithful. You get struck with an illness. You get a sudden divorce, uh, a big financial reversal sudden illness that knocks you down for a day, a week, a month, or a year. You get cancer, which is even worse. Like, those things happen all the time, and sometimes we scream in our frustration, why does this happen to me? So this goes back to the playbook. I know now God has a playbook, and the purpose of this game for him is not my ease, but my growth. Growth doesn't happen in our comfort zone. So I believe and my experience tells me that most of the time I'm going to be in the middle of one or more 
difficult challenges. Most of the time, I'm going to be struggling with something. And the minute I get done with one, another one's going to show up. To me, that just looks like the design of this exercise. Okay, so I can get mad about that, which I certainly have done, and rail at the sky or at heaven or at the person who did this or at the horrible economy or bad government. I can rail about that all I want, be viciously angry, shout and scream and shake my fist at whoever. I can do that. If I, if I make a choice to say, you know what, the playbook is for my growth. The playbook is to give me experience and to do me good, to make me or give me the opportunity, not make me, but give me the opportunity to grow into something I wouldn't grow into without these struggles, then, okay, then I get to take a different stance about the playbook. So when I'm talking to a client or other person about this, struggles and things that are coming up in their life, the question is, well, whose playbook is this in, yours or God's? Uh, You can call the divine whatever you want and substitute the word in that makes sense to you. But the struggle of life is real, it is permanent, and it has been that way forever as long as recorded history you know, we see an overabundance of struggles and trials, some brought on by our own stupidity, some brought on by the cruelty, selfishness, and thoughtlessness of others, some by greed and despotism, some by nature, some by, you know, seeming random events, etc. But the, the, the game seems to be growth, not ease. So that brings us to part three. If you have the monster in your life, why do things always happen to me? And you're running around in this blame game or this level of frustration and negativity, here's the answer I've discovered that works for me. I am open because I lean into the growth from each experience, regardless of whether it's what I wanted or didn't want. And you can call it good or bad, but unexpected, unexpected, desired, or initially undesired. What if we dropped all those and simply took every experience as it is? This thing is happening or has happened What can I learn here? What can I take from this experience? Those words are important because the other view is, oh, I hope I get through this. Get through versus take from. I heard that in a mastermind that uh, Steve Chandler ran. I think it was him that said that. But anyway, that's a state of mind. That's a choice of beingness. So rather than ask why do things always happen to me, or any version of that, focusing on the unfairness of life or others' behavior or anything like that, what I've decided to do is ask the question, what can I learn here? How can I grow here? How can this do me good? And that has served me well. It's changed my perspective completely. And to give a very stark example, in December of 2018, this is six months after I died from necrotizing pneumonia in both lungs and in my bloodstream, uh, there was a recurrence in my spinal column, and I woke up on December 5th, 2018, paralyzed from the waist down. Fell out of bed, couldn't move, etc., etc. And we called the ambulance, and on the way to the hospital, I was in staggering pain. That was what I asked. I had no idea why this was happening. I didn't care. What occurred to me then and what I did, and it works every single time, is I simply said, okay, this is what it is. How can I grow from this? What can I learn from this? What is the gift here? 
So take those three questions in your heart. How can I grow from this? What can I learn from this? And what is the gift here? I promise you, if you do that, it will change your perspective. It will lighten your load and help you more joyfully and powerfully navigate the things that take place around you, no matter why they happened. I also can tell you this is a powerful tool to learn to create your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time around. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart.